Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. I don't know. Is there anything that you guys actually want to talk about today? Did anything big happen today? Oh, so nothing at all. <laughs> Trust me. The DMs are on fire. Mr. Blake, sir. Yes, yes, yes. We got a lot to discuss here tonight. As we are going to be breaking down the LSU scrimmage report, uh, we were there live today uh, uh, taking notes, getting to see with our own eyes what it looked like, taking in the whole scrimmage. Jane Daniels being and running as QB1. Miles Brennan taking some reps. We'll break all of that down. Uh, defense looking good, man. 
uh, look like they communicate well, uh, showing a lot of different looks. So we got a lot to break down here tonight uh, on this LSU scrimmage report. Who are some people that stood out? Who are some people that didn't? I think there are some pri- are some surprises to me of guys that stood out and some guys that didn't. Um, so we'll get to that. Uh, if we have time, we will get to a Rafino's rants. We just got so much we have to talk about with uh, this scrimmage. But apparently I'm pushing a narrative uh, because based off of people that weren't at the scrimmage today. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. We're just reporting what we see. So everybody's talking about Jaden Daniels. Get off your high horse. It doesn't give two shits. If it's Miles Brennan, Jaden Daniels, Garrett Nussmeyer, Walker Howard, I don't give a shit. Who's going to win football games? All we care about. So you want to hit up saying we're starting a narrative, then you're going to have to explain to me what narrative we're pushing when Jaden Daniels is running with the first team and running 70% of the snaps with the first team. Some of you need to get your heart checked. Some of you don't have a chest. Grow up, Peter Pan. Stupid-ass juvenile shit, y'all keep pushing. We'll get to that if we have time. And it is Tuesdays and Thursday, or it is Thursday, and as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, fire inside your questions, hashtag Ask Blake. We'll get to as many of them as we can. So fire in any questions you have, we'll we'll go through that rapid fire. Zachy is with us. Pooh Bear says he's got five guys again, and he's also going to try to get him a hamburger as well. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But we got Zach. I'm sure I'm sure Pooh Bear will be joining us soon. Really looking forward to it. Zach's my man. Uh Zach um <laughs> Pooh Bear says strike one uh, on the chat. Uh but Zach's with us. Zach, hit as many or star as many comments as we can. Uh we'll get to as many of them as we can throughout the show and we'll be bringing Zach up. Uh, at the end of the show, like we do always, to get him and Pooh Bear's takes. I want to hear what those guys think about what happened today. So let's do this. We do have a lot that we got to get into, so let's waste no time here. Everybody do us a favor. So many of you are watching us live right now on Facebook. Stop. Listen. (laughs) Stop. Listen. Hit the like and share. Share to all of those Facebook groups. Do us a favor. Share to all of those Facebook groups. Uh, Share to your own social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, uh, subscribe. Notification bell. Our YouTube channel is taking off. So subscribe. We're close to 4,000 subscribers. Obviously, we're going to be pushing so much LSU content uh, on the page. We're going to be doing a lot more uh, in the next coming days with that as well. If you hadn't done so already, we had a lot of people subscribe to the AYS message board. Was give, I was giving practice reports uh, before every, or I say before we released it on Twitter or anything like that, maybe an hour, two, three hours before. So do us a favor, hit that, or go to AYSSnetwork.com slash forum, sign up today. And we talk a lot of things. I give you things I'm hearing in recruiting, things that we're obviously seeing on the field as well. Uh, so go subscribe today. We greatly, greatly appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, but let's get to this one super chat, though, before we pay these bills. Ed Reader. What's up, Ed? 
sends us $10 via Super Chat. Thank you so much. He said, heard there was a spark at tight end today. That there was. Shout out to Mason Taylor, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Cole Taylor. Uh, 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 um, uh, Jack Mashburn. You guys better step it up. You guys better step it up. Because here comes Mason Taylor. And my I, look, I was a little and still am a little skeptical about his blocking. Let's see how, how much he can hold up there. Uh, but we'll get into that in our practice report. So let's do this. Zachy, let's pay these bills very quickly. We got so much we got to run through. We'll start off with the defensive side first. I know a lot of people want to talk about offense. Uh, we, weren't re we weren't able to shoot any film or footage uh, during the live scrimmage. So everything you guys are seeing... Uh, is not from the live scrimmage. It is from just basic team periods. So it was not the scrimmage. So just so we uh, get this out of the way, the things that you see are majority of them are not from the scrimmage today. Okay, dude, let's do it, Zach. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Vardo and Sons at BetOnline.ag. We return in one minute with your LSU practice report. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures head on over to bet online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 that's believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero to receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag with over 65 years of experience nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM, Vardo, and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM, Vardo, and Sons. Go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9902. Tell me your good friend, Blake Rafina. Sit you on by. All right, everybody do us a favor. Let's get this thing started, y'all. <laughs> everybody do us a favor. Hit the like and share. I we Like on YouTube, we have like 200 of you guys listening live on YouTube, and we only have 54 people that have hit that like button. Go hit that like button, dog. Don't be a Rudy Poo. Hit that like button, dog. <laughs> All right, so let's get this thing started. We'll get to a couple comments, and then we'll get to the breakdown. Uh, Pooh Bear says, hashtag grow up, Peter Pan. Yeah, grow up, Peter Pan. Uh, KMC says, hashtag ask Blake, how did Jalen Davis Robinson look? Uh, fast. Really fast. Uh, honestly surprised a little um, that he was running – reps with the first and second team the way that he was you are not outrunning that young man 
if he knows what's going on, and that's not a slight to him, that's a, just a freshman take. Um, if that young man puts it all together, you're not going to beat him one-on-one in a race. It's just not going to happen. We, you know, we saw him running side-by-side with Kayshawn, um, couldn't get beat, Malik Neighbors. I, I mean, that young man uh, is as talented uh, and as gifted, I should say, with speed than anyone. Uh, Kevin Broussard sends us some stars via Super Chat. Thank you so much, Kevin, uh, for doing that. Um, we'll get to some of these. Let me get to some of it. Uh, Don says, Joy Taylor, best-looking woman in sports TV, in his opinion. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. And look, her, we'll, we'll get to her nephew uh, in, in just a second. Jeff on YouTube says, West Weeks was putting in work today. Hey. You put it there? Yeah. Okay. Well, go get it and give it to mommy. Love you. Close the door. Uh, yeah, love you. Uh, <laughs> that dude right there. That's my son, Ben. So let's start here. Let's start off with uh, the defense. I'm going to wait to do the offense last because it's probably in a lot of places where we're going to spend a lot of our time. I know that a lot of debate is going to come about what I'm going to say about the offense and offensively uh, on things that we saw. And quite honestly, I really don't care because we're just going to talk about what we saw. I know my buddy Mike Scarborough is going to be going live at 8 o'clock tonight. So I would assume that you would want to listen to what he has to say. Um, Just based off, me and Mike talked about what we saw today and we collaborated on a lot of it. and I agree, we agreed with a lot of it. Let me start off here first. Colby Richardson, the grad transfer from McNeese State, was uh, was running with the ones today. Now, I do not know if Colby Richardson is going to, on opening night against Florida State, be um, the first guy that LSU is running out there. Uh, seven banks just got cleared. The Ohio State transfer just got cleared to run seven on seven, uh, seven on seven drills per Brian Kelly. I do still believe that he's going to be a, the guy out there. However, um, in the red zone period, the defense won, completely won the red zone period. Colby Richardson was a big part in those wins. We saw him multiple times. I think it was me and Matt Trent standing there. Uh, multiple times standing uh, right next to Kayshawn Bouti and Colby Richardson, and Colby Richardson won those reps. It was not close. Um, I think he got – I know Makai Garner went up against uh, uh, Kayshawn next and had a pass interference, which it was a blatant pass interference. But I got to give Colby Richardson a lot of credit. Look, this kid's kind of coming out of nowhere, but he's a long corner uh, really, I don't want to say handsy, but we'll put hands on you. I, shout out to Frank Wilson, man. That kid played really well today. So it's going to be interesting to see how that position group ends up, but they do have depth there. Um, look, it's one thing when we see guys from the FCS level come up to D1 and they're a little bit slower, but this young man was going up against um, – Kayshawn Bouti and winning reps. I, I will say this. If you can go up against Kayshawn Bouti and win reps, you're going to play a lot. Uh, there was a time that there was a fade route in the back of the end zone to uh, a Brian Thomas Jr. 
Kobe Richardson was the the corner that was on him, and he met Brian Thomas at the high point of the football and broke it up. I, so let me start off the show by saying, since we're talking defense first, Kobe Richardson had a massive day out there. I could easily see um, him playing. Look, the one thing that I was really encouraged by today is the playmakers are going to be starters. The playmakers are going to play. There wasn't necessarily a base defense that you could take out of it. Now, you can say that they were running a 3-4 scheme, and they were. But they have guys lining up all over the place, giving so many different looks, and they're not out of position a lot. The communication on the back end and the, uh, the, the communication in the front seven led by Mike Jones Jr., who... Uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, they ran some big nickel sets. And so what do I mean by big nickel? I'm going to c- count this as a four-down lineman uh, a situation or scenario with B.J. Ojolari standing up on both uh, on the outside. But B.J. was rotating back and forth. He wasn't just stationary. He wasn't just on the left side of the offensive line. He wasn't going up against Will Campbell the entire time. He would switch from Will Campbell. He would flip over, and it would dictate. So in the big nickel packages, you had your traditional defensive line, but West Weeks, the transfer from Virginia, got some uh, big reps there along with with Greg Penn, who were in the inside. Mike Jones Jr., then would go out and play in the slot, and they played a lot of zone coverage out of this big nickel set. When they would come back and they would go to a traditional nickel set, Mike Jones Jr. then would come back on the inside, Wes Weeks would go out, and Sage Ryan, the former uh, five-star DB from LCA out in Lafayette, and Greg Brooks would rotate in and be your slot corner or your slot guy. So it was interesting to see uh, 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 Sage Ryan. I thought that Sage had a very interesting day. I thought that he looked fast, but he sometimes got lost in coverage. Then Greg Brooks would rotate in for him. There's a big-time battle at the slot, but I do remember and starred right here in this handy-dandy notebook um, two times that Sage Ryan broke up some passes and was in the right position to make the tackle. So a really interesting showing a lot of looks and were in the right positions. You didn't see Matt House yelling at them a lot to get lined up in the right spot. They were always there. A lot of leadership in the back end. And I got to give a shout out to Jared Bernard Converse, the transfer from Oklahoma State. Uh, in the team period, he had, th- he had two pass breakups and th- a third one that should have been given to him. But... It, it was just a goofy-ass play. Ball was bad in the air, and then, it, and then it got caught. So, of the guys on this defense, there were a lot of playmakers out there, and they rotated a lot. I did think at times that the pass rush was really good for this defense, especially on the outside, whether it be Ali Gay or whether it be B.J. Ojolari. We saw Mike Jones Jr. multiple times coming on a blitz. And getting home as well at at least one time that I remember very vividly that he got home. 
Um, and, and look, they were sending six guys, so sending more guys than the offensive line had to block. They did that multiple times. And I will tell you about that when we transition over to the offensive side of the ball. I did think Jane Daniels got out of the pocket really fast when there was got when there was a hot read and he didn't have a route that was open. There was a time that um, Greg Brooks jumped a route. Jane Daniels pump faked it. The route got jumped, and then you see him hit Malik Neighbors down the field for another first down. So we will get to the offensive side of the ball. Major Burns was also another guy that made a start today, got nicked up early, scratched up his knee, nothing too serious. Major Burns, man, looked really good uh, out there. He was playing the free um, and playing the strong, came up and made a lot of, I I say tackles, but guys, they weren't making tackles out there, just touching the guys. You don't want somebody getting hurt. So shout out to Major Burns, working his way out of injury, working his way back into that back end as a starter as it started off with uh, uh, um, him and Joe Fouché rotating in and out. I will say, though, I will say it was of my opinion today that Joe Fouché was more impactful when he was in and lining guys up and making plays than Major Burns was in the beginning of practice. I do, however, believe that Major Burns, once the practice got going on, Got a lot better uh, as as he started to kind of get his legs under him of the new regime. So, I, I, look, I think for three-fourths of the practice, maybe, um, or at least going into the scrimmage. So, the way that they set this up was they ran a lot of team drills, a lot of team drills. Um, and then they went to the scrimmage. I thought... Before going into the scrimmage, the defense, it was training that the defense uh, won the day. However, (laughs) however, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend, because let's talk about the scrimmage uh, after that. So a lot of looks I like. I loved the communication, man. I, I really, really enjoyed seeing it. I really enjoyed seeing you being able to put playmakers on defense and letting them fly around the football and letting them make plays. That was the biggest thing for me. I mean, this whole big nickel thing that they have going on with Mike Jones Jr. out in the slot. Guys, you're essentially, you're able to run a 4-3 kind of look with a 3-4 front. So you have three athletic linebackers that were out there and you're able to do a lot of things. And there was a reason why they were doing that. And we'll talk about this offensively as LSU was going a lot of 12 personnel for people who do not know what 12 personnel is. um, 12 personnel is when you go to tight ends. They did do a lot of shifting offense. Look good at being in position. Uh, Last two for me defensively that I wrote down and I wrote five stars next to this young man's name, Harold Perkins. Guys, <laughs> I'm not saying Harold Perkins is a day one starter. And I don't know if Harold Perkins is going to, um, I don't know if Harold Perkins is going to start this year. Okay. Um, However, 
there was an outside zone run. I, I, John Emery, they were in the they were in the shotgun. They Emery's to the left of Jay Daniels. They're reading the DN. He gives it to John Emery. Ali Gay stays put, so the give was warranted. John Emery t- tries to get to the corner and turn it upfield, and Harold Perkins tracked him down. John Emery's not a slow human being at all. Um, I, I, I will continue to say this until the season starts. If Harold Perkins can find a way to put it all together, I think that there's going to be some upper class. If, if you're an upperclassman, I'd be worried. That young man's going to play a lot of special teams. But again, I still think he's got a ways to go when it comes to when it comes to getting the right calls, getting out in coverage. If a team shows him something that he's never seen before, can he know basic principles of what to do? That I don't know. But I will say that Harold Perkins, to me, looked at like as advertised again today. So I'll give that uh, to, to Harold Perkins. The other one is kind of interesting to me. I didn't really expect this. I had forgot that he had changed his number to number eight. Was Desmond Little, uh, uh, Pooh Bears guy from the 251. Desmond Little got a lot of pressure. Now, um, <laughs> once they went a running down and he was out there, he, he kind of got clapped a little bit. Uh, he he kind of got pushed around by Will Campbell. But nevertheless, if you're going to have a young man that can go in there on a pass rush situation, I feel very confident that if you have Desmond Little in that situation, he can do some good things. Uh, He's he's a speed guy. He's not going to bull rush anybody. He's not going to be in the interior. If that young man just utilizes his speed, I remember one time, uh, at least one vivid time, where he beat Anthony Bradford uh, to the quarterback and – Jane Daniels had to escape and had to get the ball out. But other than that, I thought that outside of that play, he Anthony Bradford did some good things against him. So I will say Desmond Little was someone interesting uh, that we saw today. Okay, so look, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get to your defensive uh, comments inside of the chat. I hope uh, Zach has been starring a lot of these. <laughs> Think, I think Zach's been, uh, you know, trying to hit up some of these boos that he's got on the hotline. Zach, are you texting the women? All right. What's that? Uh-huh. Zach's telling me in my ear that he's got uh, all kinds of, what did you call him, Zach? Like a water hose? Is that what you mean? Like water hose in different area codes? I, I don't know. I don't know the reference. <laughs> Harold Woods, let's get these comments said. Colby Richardson, Mason Taylor, Garrett Dellinger. I think that those were the big three today of people that didn't you you didn't think uh, going into this would stand out. G McGeezy says, "Let's hear that unofficial depth chart." I, I mean, there's not a lot that changed defensively outside of of um, Harold Perkins. I mean, Harold Perkins, uh, Major Burns. I thought uh, Davis Robinson got s- some looks in there, and he looked fine. Um, but it, it's pretty much pretty much the same. Twos are pretty much the same. Nothing really changed a whole hell of a lot. 
Uh, Keaton says, has this man, my name's Blake. It, it literally is up here the entire time. Keaton, just look to the, I guess if you're looking at the phone, it will be to your left. Um, but he says, has this man mentioned Brennan or Howard stats? BK said Miles is really smart and that Walker has looked really good. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that next and stop. Jason Morgan since 1999 via super chat. Thank you so much on YouTube. He says any word on Xavier Carter. I was hoping to hear some good things about him. Uh, not necessarily stood out in my opinion. I thought he got some good reps, but I thought when, when guys got their hands on him, um, he, he was immobilized. So, but he, again, he did have some good looks on the edge. But I, I will tell you, Desmond Little stood up there, really, honestly, and stood up today and had a good day. And it's had multiple good days. Uh, that, that is for sure. That is for sure. Uh, Buster Tanner says, hashtag Ask Blake, did you see any safety blitzes? Not that I can remember. I'd have to ask Matt Trent or, or any of these guys. Uh, I don't remember seeing any. Um, I just remember, it, and I don't know if you want to call Mike Jones Jr. at that big nickel position a safety, um, but he came off the edge. And look, I, Mike, you can tell Mike was battling a little bit of an injury. It didn't slow him down, though. He still made a lot of plays. You got to get, you got to give it to him uh, uh, for that. You got to give it to him. Uh, Harold Woods says, I bet just the schemes alone look different and much better than last year. Harold, it's not close. It's it, it, it's not close. You don't know what they're going to do down in and down out. You have no idea. The, the biggest thing was moving B.J. Ojolari and bringing pressure from one side. You know, look, I, I might have been wrong on this part, I remember B.J. Ojolari dropping into the flat like three or four times based off of the read that the offense gave them, and he was running out in space and making tackles. I remember a play to Nick Stores, the tight end, where the offense went into a play action. Jane Daniels is rolling out right. He hits uh, Nick Stores on like a five-yard little just route uh, out in the flat, tracked down by B.J. Ojolari. Um, so where I thought that he would rush a lot more and that we wouldn't ever really see him in coverage, there were times where we saw him out in coverage and he did fine. He did, he did really well. Uh, Reagan Lee says, haven't seen much about Jay Ward. What did you see today? Jay Ward's playing center field, uh, and Pasley y'all, y'all name him. His name is Pasta, Pasta Jr., is his name from now on in the show. Zach is Pastor the Third. And Reagan's son is Pasta, 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 Pastor the Fourth. Uh, but he says, haven't seen much on Jay Ward. Jay had a really good pass breakup on um, Malik Neighbors. And legitimately, <laughs> so we'll talk about this on offense. Legitimately, the only man that had a pass break on the Malik neighbors that I saw. Um, and we'll, we'll get to that in just a minute, but Jay's playing center field, man. And he's, he's, I thought he looked well. I need to go back and watch some of the film. I took, I took like four videos of Jay and just, there wasn't anything going his way. I mean, he would, 
you know, he would lean to Kayshawn's side of the field sometimes, and then they'd never throw, throw it that way. And then Jaden would make another good read. He would hit a tight end or a back or a quick route on the other side, and they get seven, eight, nine, ten yards. Um, so, yeah. But, yes, this <laughs> – somebody sent us, Blake, how much notes you have. Dude, I'm telling you, bro, this is one page that's two pages that's three pages. So – that's all just uh, what we grabbed. And I don't, I'm not the biggest writer. Like, my font's really small. That's what she said. Uh, Al Landry said, Her Mike Jones was one of the best communicators on defense without a question. Without a question. Wasn't really close. Wasn't really close. Uh, and just knew the formations that they were in um, and called it out. And called it out. So. Yeah, I see a lot of people asking questions about offense, so I guess it's time for uh, for us to get that way. You guys want to talk a little offense? <laughs> Aunt Marshall says, Pasta is in the building. And Jesus! When I was in Sunday school, I would just say Jesus, and 99.9% .9 of the time, the answer was correct. Got to say it, man. I was a Sunday school warrior. Chili says, hashtag ask Blake. Everyone is talking about Mason Taylor. And that they should be. Keaton says, stop. I guess this man didn't listen to BK's interview. Buddy, I was there. Keaton, I was there, bud. I'm just looking for stats from all three quarterbacks. But we literally said we were talking defense first. Charlie Vitor says, Savion Jones, how does he look? Um, so the first play, so let's do this, and we'll transition into offense on this one. So we might do this, Zach. I think we're going to go to a break when we talk offense, uh, but this will be the last question I, I answer defensively. Uh, Charlie Vitor says, Savion Jones, how does he look? First, plays, first play of Miles Brennan during the scrimmage, um, they ran a bunch left set. So bunch left. Kayshawn Booty was a wide receiver on the far right side. They try to do a mesh concept, and you got to give the defense a lot of credit. They shut it down. Uh, Miles Brennan tried to go to the flat and hit uh, John Emery and Savion Jones. And I, I, let me say this about Savion, too. Savion tried to bull rush Anthony Bradford. That's not going to work. He's got to find a different move. However, when he, um, when Miles tried to get it out to the flat and Savion saw that he couldn't get the ball there, he jumped and batted the pass down. And, and you thought, you would have thought Jamar Kane was going to blow a gasket in excitement. So, and, and Brian Kelly was excited too. There's probably one of the only times today that I saw Brian Kelly, um, that I saw Brian Kelly show some serious emotion uh, was when Savion Jones batted that pass down. Um, so you got to give him to that one. Okay, so Zach, we're going to transition over to offense. I got to – we got to do that because I got to get to my notes on offense. So let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco, thegramco.com. Guys, we'll be back literally in one minute to break down your offense. You're going to want to stay here because a lot of people are going to get mad about what, 
we saw today. Or maybe they won't get mad. I don't know. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about. Jane Daniels really turning heads. We'll be back in one minute to talk some offense. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. All right, fire in all of your questions for what you want us to talk about offensively. So hashtag ask Blake, fire in all of your questions. Uh, don't forget to go and subscribe to the AYS message board, AYSSnetwork.com. That's AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. Sign up today, guys. It's only $7 a month. I mean, come on. Um, so, And we put a lot of LSU content and things that we're hearing in recruiting or around the football team. Uh, look, and a lot of people, I, I, I saved this for last, but a lot of people are asking about it, so we'll go here first. Mason Taylor's going to play. So the tight end, very talented tight end out of the state of Florida. A lot of people know who his dad is and, and Jason Taylor, and Brian Kelly said a lot today. The young man can catch the football, and the young man can run, and there were times that I saw him that he did some good things at the line of scrimmage blocking. He is one of these guys, kind of maybe like Jack Besh a season ago, is more than likely going to have to come in here and take some very significant route or significant playing time. Um, multiple times he caught balls out in the flat, turned right. His football IQ was the biggest thing for me. He knew where he was on the field at all times. And when he caught, the, when he caught a pass, got north and south, didn't try to juke nobody, Tried to get the first down, and that is what wins you football games. Not this shake and bake on the outside. He put his nose down, he put his foot down, and he got a lot of first downs. I would not be surprised. I do not know if he's starting week one. But you better believe this. If he can continue to pick up the offense. Now, I was told, too, um, that they are putting him on a fast track to start. If he's one of those guys as well, if he puts it all together, um, he will he will uh, see a, a lot of playing time and significant playing time uh, at that. Keaton said, well, BK said Nuss would have taken first-team reps too. Yeah, he would have. And Brennan is number three right now, so let's start there. Uh, apparently, Zach, I was pushing a narrative today, unbeknownst to myself, uh, but Jane Daniels, the our Arizona State quarterback did seem first-team reps. Now, Brody Miller reported earlier this morning, which was confirmed once those gates were open and we were able to watch practice. Garrett Nussmeyer does have a little bit of an injury. Brian Kelly described it uh, as a guy stepping on someone's foot in a basketball game. 
He thinks he'll be back Saturday or Monday, but nothing too serious, and he expects him to be back, I guess, more precautionary is what it sounds like uh, than anything. However, I thought Jane Daniels had a massive day. Anyone that was out there, at least a massive day in the sense of a lot of people have been downgrading him as a passer. And during the scrimmage, this is what we have charted, at least, and this is very unofficial. We have Jane Daniels going 10 of 12 for 99 yards and a, and a tutty during the scrimmage, not during team period, during the scrimmage. Uh, he ran, uh, we have him at two rushes for 21 yards and two first downs. He had a really good day. I, there was one, I say, bad pass that Cole Taylor could have came down with. Um, but nevertheless, that was really the only bad pass during the scrimmage that we saw. The offense moved better, and it's not a question. The offense moved better when Jaden Daniels was in there. Miles Brennan came out and struggled early. We have him going one of five to start off. And quite honestly, guys, Miles, it took him a little bit of time to make a decision. A lot of people were talking about the touchdown to Brian Thomas. That was with walk-ons and third-string guys. No disrespect to those young men. But the bad thing about that was, if you go and look at the video, Desmond Little was there and made a sack. So that play would not have counted Anyway, but it was a good throw by Miles. It's taking him too long to make decisions. Bottom line, he is taking way too long to make decisions. He's got to get it and rip it. Who gives a shit if you are throwing an interception during a practice? Guys, he's running with the third team. He's got to do something to make, to make up ground. He's got to take risks. He didn't take any risks today. When he had an opportunity, when he ran with the ones to move himself up or close or up closer to Garrett Nussmeyer and Jaden Daniels, where I thought Jaden Daniels got better in what we've seen from the spring, and you could just tell that Jaden was more. Um, he just understood the offense more. Right, like there was a play that I think Jocks Doucet shot, uh, or was it Matt Trent? I can't remember. Uh, I think it might have been Trent, where Kayshawn didn't hear the play, and he runs up to Jaden. He tells him where to line up. He tells him where to go. And even so much so, um, Malik Neighbors at that current moment was lined up in the slot, moves Malik out to the X, and puts Kayshawn in the slot because that would have been his first read. So, <laughs> making moves, making adjustments, I thought that that was pretty impressive. They moved the, the football. They 1,000% moved the football better with Jane Daniels than they did Miles Brennan. I understand that there's a report out there um, that Miles looked more accurate than Jaden. You can't be more – this is why this report's complete bullshit is because you can't be more accurate and not gain first downs. Miles looked like he didn't have his fastball today. Now, is that because, you know, he's coming off of back-to-back -back years where he had injury, he didn't throw the football as much, he does not have that velocity on his fastball. I, I – 
Zach, I see the comments. <laughs> I see them. So I don't care what you say in here. I don't care what you believe. Guys, it's what happened. Hate it, love it, I don't care. What This is my God's honest opinion. I think Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer are clearly separating themselves as the two guys that are going to play the most start or split time. It's not close. Now, um, Jane Daniels, Garrett Nussmeyer, and, and Miles Brennan, I will say this on record. They are not the most talented quarterback right now in that room. The most talented quarterback in that room right now is Walker Howard. Not remotely close either. Walker can run. Walker is accurate. Walker has a really good arm. He's got good touch. He's got good velocity. I don't know if Brian, what the situation here is with Brian on the reps of Walker Howard. Maybe he just really wants to um, redshirt the young man. Guys, it's not, it is not remotely close. Next season or in two seasons, Walker Howard will be one of, if not the best quarterback in the SEC. I'm calling it right now. Guys, he has the he has the burrow effect. I, I'll come out here and say it. He has whatever that is, whatever that is, he's got it. I'm not saying to start Walker Howard. I still think that there's a lot that he has to learn. Again, opinion on what he does and doesn't need to learn. What I will tell you, when it comes down to a physical traits aspect, he's not going to get beat. He's not going to get beat. So I gotta, I'll tip the cap to Jane Daniels today as he clearly won, won over a lot of people. You know, you can hear the gasps on the sidelines when Jaden made a good throw too, by the way. Guys, we, I hear you. We hear you. Ooh, I can't believe he made that throw. Guys, what the – what the – I will say, though, I will say this. He, he was more accurate in the intermediate passing game than I thought he would be. Guys, 10 of 12, 99 yards. I will tell you this. And they're going to dink and dunk some stuff off. I will take 10 for 12 and 99 yards in a tutty all day long. All day long. So I know that there's a lot of question marks around it. That is what it is. In the red zone, this was the big thing that separated Jane Daniels today. Jane Daniels went five for nine with four touchdowns. Let me repeat this. Five for nine for four touchdowns. He almost threw a couple a pair of picks though, too. One of those one of those passes, however, was dropped. And I looked at Mike Scarborough and said, he's got to catch that. Uh, was dropped in the back of the end zone by Kayshawn Bouti, and he quickly reminded me that you had Rudy Pooh reporters saying that Jamar Chase couldn't catch a season ago. And I didn't say he couldn't catch. I just said he's got to catch that. Um, I will tell you, it was very impressive, too, seeing Kayshawn Bouti. Guys, that man's electric. I, I felt like... 
He needs to get in a little bit better of conditioning. Uh, you can tell that he got winded as the practice went on, uh, but got better. He got a second wave of energy. That battle between him and Colby Richardson was really, really fun to, fun to watch. Very fun. Uh, I'll come back to the wide receivers as well, uh, but I want to go to the offensive line. Will Campbell, I think Will Campbell held his own today. Um, there were there were a couple of times that he got beat on the edge by B.J. Ojolari and Ali Gay. Brad Davis said something to him. He didn't give up another pressure the entire practice. Not one. And did some really good stuff in the running game. Will Campbell's going to be your starting left tackle, ladies and gentlemen. You better get with it or get out because that young man is a true freshman can play. The other true freshman, Emory Jones, had a pancake on Jacoby and Guillory. Guys, he might, in my opinion, if he he's another young man, if he puts it together, he can find himself being the backup guard to either left or right guard. Guys, when you start pancaking dudes like Jacoby and Guillory, you can play. Um, Garrett Dellinger started at center. Snaps were fine. Did really well in the interior. Of the offensive line today, the interior offensive line, Tremont Shorts, Garrett Dellinger, and Miles Frazier were the absolute best and most consistent. They got to get a little bit more physical in the running game. Matt House threw a lot of things at them, and it took them a little bit to adapt. Once they did, it was fine. Garrett had one bad snap. Uh, they kept giving him the same ball over and over and over again. And at the end of practice, uh, 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 all hell broke loose with rain. And so the the ball was really slippery, and he couldn't get it out. But that was the only bad snap that he had all day long. He looked really well. And, Bra and uh, Brian Kelly said his protection calls were on point and perfect, quote-unquote. Um, so if he's going to do that, it would seem that Cole, De Cole uh, 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 Dellinger is going to be your starting center. But again, the, the best offensive line today, in my opinion, from a pass rush perspective, was that interior. Mason Smith uh, looked good, looked really good. Uh, we didn't talk about him defensively, but there were some absolute battles between him and Miles Frazier all day long. Guys, you might have gotten a potential all-SEC guy in Miles Frazier. That, that, kid, that man is long, he is lean, and he's strong. So that is your offensive line. All right, so go ahead and start firing in some of your questions, and we'll uh, wrap this part up on the offense. I'm going to say this, Zach. Here's the hottest take of them all. You ready? Malik Neighbors is going to be an all-SEC performer. Let me say this again, and let me put some, some jingle to it. I got high hopes for Malik Neighbors. Virtually, virtually unguardable. Could not be stopped today. Um, Sage Ryan, uh, Jay Ward was the only person who had a pass breakup against him. Uh, Jared Bernard Converse, uh, nobody slowed him down. That dude can play. And, and I've said this multiple times, and nobody believes me. But I kept saying this today, and I'll continue to say it. The connection between Jane Daniels and, and Malik Neighbors is something special. 
three-star my ass. <laughs> Malik Neighbors is not a three-star. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that young man can play. Um, I'm going to say, I, I, look, I, I, I might be wrong here. There's a lot of good wide receivers in the SEC. I'm taking Malik to be an all-SEC performer, whether it be third, second, or first team. That young man's going to be an all-SEC player. I'm calling it, barring injury. Wide receivers look good, man. Brian Thomas, when he gains confidence, I think he will be fine. Um, I thought Kayshawn looked good. They got to find better ways to get him the football um, as well. The biggest thing for me offensively from a personnel and scheme standpoint, they ran 12 personnel a lot. What 12 personnel is, if you don't know, is one running back, two tight ends, kind of a little of a Matt Canada-ish, Matt Canada type of thing. They would rotate in the tight ends. They would start off over here. They would Then they would go over the other side of the line. All that was, all that was is to get what the defense was look or, or show the defense a different look. And they wanted, they wanted the defense to show them what they were going to do. Uh, they did some good things in the running game when two guys, two tight ends were out there. Mason Smith, I mean Mason Smith, Mason Taylor was one of them. I am getting the running backs. I see the comments. Um, here's the thing about running backs. Then we'll get to a lot of these questions. Here's the thing about running backs. Um, absolutely no one has separated themselves. No one. I don't know if that's by design. I don't know if that's what Frank Wilson is intending to do. But we remember in the first tenure of Frank Wilson, um, a lot of running backs rotated. I'm still surprised. I'm still surprised Noah Kane is, start, is your starting running back at every practice that I've been to. Um. Hate it, love it, whatever you want to say. You got to give the young man a lot of credit. He's coming here and he's made a statement. John Emery's getting some reps. Got to be better at catching the football out of the backfield. Uh, Noah Kane has been catching a lot of passes out of the backfield. Him and John have been splitting reps. John had a, a big run where Jacoby and Guillory smashed him. He got right up and tried to finish. Um, running game's got to get a little better. They got to get a little bit more physical along the offensive line. Um, I think that they're going to start running Noah Kane early in games to really start forcing the really, really, really start forcing the running game. Um, I thought that Amari Goodwin looked okay, uh, but man, it's so hard for me because it looks as if sometimes that he's just you know lollygagging out there, and then you realize. He's 30 yards down the field. <laughs> um, but those three backs rotated in and out. And to me, to me, no one separated themselves. Um, I will say this, because I know when I say a statement about the running game needs to get better, it was sluggish to start off with. But, but, once Jaden Daniels pulled that, pulled that zone read, or on the bootleg, he took off, the running game opened up. So they had some struggles. Jane would go. So when they were, it was really great play calling too by Denbrock. 
they would go, they would do a bootleg. They would have one, two, three options or a fourth option, obviously, in Jaden running. You would have two crossers. So you would have your X coming across the top. You would have your H back or your Y underneath him. And then you would have a tight end out in the flat or a running back out in the flat, whatever you want to call it. And if those three things were covered, so basically you're just reading half of the field, boom, boom, boom. You go from you go from the top route all the way down. So you go to your X, your Y, and then your H or Z or running back, whatever it is. And if nothing was there, Jaden would take off. He did that very well, which then started opening up the running game a little bit more. So that is what we saw today in the scrimmage. Um, and we'll get your questions. So fire them in here. Okay. Let me take a sip of water, though, first. It's a lot to break down in it, Zachy. Hey. Carl Alexander said Malik attacks the football like you need to. That helps out your quarterback on some bad throws. Yeah, there was one that Jaden had. Uh, there was a bad throw that Jaden had that Malik came down with. There was a horrible one, a worse one, um, from Miles that should have been thrown out of the back of the end zone. Uh, Sage Ryan was in coverage. How he came down with that, I don't know. Guys, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that young man is something special. That young man is something special. All right, let's start, I guess, where Keaton calls me a Rudy Poo. So I guess right around up in here. Jawan Hearns says, chicks dig the long ball. That's not the only thing they dig. They also like a man that's a family man. Uh, DMT on YouTube says, everyone knows Walker is the guy. He will be similar to how Bryce Young came out. Very much could be. Brandon Reese says 10 of 12 is 83% passing. It's very true. Very true. Battle between him and Nuss next year is going to be fierce. There's a Nuss is in a battle right now. Nuss is in a battle right now. Father Abear says, regardless of who wins the job at quarterback, you got to give the ball to Daniels in the zone read because he's a dual threat, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Kid is dynamic with the ball in his hands. Kid is dynamic. You can't take that away from him. Look, when I say this about Miles, I am not trying to poo-poo on Miles at all. Listen to other people outside of me talk about Miles. Guys, he didn't look good today. That's the bottom line. I want him to go out there and rip the ball. You got nothing to lose. Guys, he's got nothing to lose. Don't throw it down to your back. Throw it out there to Kayshawn Booty for a TD. Let's go. When you ain't got shit to lose and you're losing the battle and you're running with the third string, go out there and let that son of a bitch rip. Jawan Hearns. <laughs> I'm serious though, man. I'm passionate for that young man. I want him to be good. I want him to play. Let that son of a bitch rip. Because I will tell you, you know who you know who is is fighting 
for his starting life, Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer. Jawan Hearns, I want to see the QBs push the ball down the field. Don't want to see Max 2.0 only cross route and intermediate routes. But there were a lot of intermediate stuff. Russell says, hope it's Nuss if he's not hurt or maybe Walker can start. Man, come on. Uh, Keaton says, y'all think Nuss will try to do uh, too much in the second scrimmage due to him being out? Maybe we'll gotta, we got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. Steve Young, you know, the quarterback that played in San Francisco – now transition to a big LSU fan says is Will Campbell the next or Will Campbell is the next Andrew Whitworth just saying very much could be very much could be Dylan says on Facebook Blake what is your win loss projection I don't know yet I want to I mean I look uh, Jane hasn't been announced as starting quarterback nor Garrett um, I want to see it will dictate my thoughts uh, Ryan Thibodeau on YouTube, stats don't tell the whole story. No, they do not. Guys, they could not move the football with Miles at all. Jaden just gives you a layer of, of something with his legs that he can extend plays. I'm not talking about running the ball down the field. There, Here's another thing, too. He legitimately would step up in the pocket and let it rip. All right, a couple more, and then we're getting out of here. Uh, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com, is going to be doing their show at 8. I will be on with the Hog Talk podcast um, at 8.30, so you can um, you can do it. Todd says, there was a write-up on 247 saying Jaden sc- didn't score in the end zone. I'm so confused. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, Carl Eggs, yeah, guys, yes, he did. I-, I-, I don't know where this is coming from, dude. I, I-, I really, really don't. Christ. You know what we're going to do? Zach, Saturday morning, we're bringing on someone to talk about it that was at the scrimmage with us. I've had it. Come on, guys. Know what the fuck you're seeing. Some of them were sitting down not watching shit. Brandon Reese, two more. We're getting out of here. Brandon Reese says, I think most of the starting QBs in the SEC are dual threat type of guys. They are. They are. Gerard Guillory says, Miles, good guy, just as they say, he just doesn't get it or don't got it. It's true. It's true. Uh, Pooh Bear said the Golden Boot Pot at 8.15. Okay. Okay. Y'all go over there too. Go over there too. 8.15. Shout out to my boy Pooh. All right, guys. I know that that was a pretty big breakdown, Pauls. Um, but um, we try to get to as much of it as we can. We will be back Saturday morning for the LSU and SEC podcast around 8.30. So that will be the next time we go on. So until then, guys, y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.